Hi, everybody, and welcome to the B-Roll Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Justin. And we're back. Yeah. It's been a while. Less than the last while. Yeah. Less than the <laughs> each B-roll, while we'll get The less. most intermittent podcast. Hey, we're, we try. We try. Uh, Our schedules are just like yeah. real bad. Yeah, so for those who don't know, we review movies. <laughs> That's all we do. In case you didn't catch that from the clever title. It's I think it's a great title. I maintain it's a bit heady for our audience. Ouch. <laughs> 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 what, this name we came up at in a diner at two in the afternoon, <laughs> like an hour before we had to record? Violently <laughs> hungover. Yeah. You won't uh, get to see that episode because we're still on SoundCloud. <laughs> what do you want? Oh, yeah. One day I'll get us <laughs> off SoundCloud. I know I say that. Okay. I know I say. I I know I say. I know I say that. You all can't the time. just infinite regression <laughs> your way out of this. <sighs> I just I'm busy. I got work. I know you're busy. We're both uh, busy men. And like the last thing I want to do on my weekend is just fight with SoundCloud and other argue with audio, audio sources about. Like, yeah, this is why we have that Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> we support don't. our habits. <laughs> Um, so before we get to the review, uh, Justin, how's your week? Two weeks been? Week? Has it been? Has it been two weeks? I feel like it's been two weeks and a half or something. We can, yeah. Regardless, a while. Um, it was good. It was pretty. Like it was a very paper heavy week for me. Right. I didn't like. I have. I don't have midterms, but in lieu of that, I have a slew of like fifteen hundred, two thousand word papers. It's just fine. It's doable. Yeah. It's just a lot. Yeah. And I also had an eight-hour shift this morning <laughs> that finished at 12.30. So if you want to do the math on that, I was up crazy early. Yeah. And we were drinking last night. Lightly. Lightly. Light, light, lightly. I, had, like, I got half of, half of one normal glass of wine for yeah. me. I, <laughs> I survived. It's a, a fine a fine buzz to play cards against humanity. Mm. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> We had the best round of Cards uh, Against Humanity. <laughs> and it's like, it's not a round you could explain, because no, y- you had to be it there. it will be contextually, like... Nonsense. Ridiculous. <laughs> 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 I think, th- no, the best one that, that kind of makes sense is we had a card that said, um, why, what do I drink, why do I drink, t- what do I drink to forget? And our <laughs> answer was alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> that one. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Uh, Yeah. My week's been good as well. It's yeah, been it's, it's been fine. Uh, been trying to get into Stranger Things, the show. It's you good. don't like it? No, oh, okay. I like it. So You've far. been trying, but like in terms of actually, yeah, actually, like physically. Like <laughs> no, no, I like it. Um, I, I'm like I'm on the fifth episode, which I'm liking more than the first half. I don't know if you're supposed to like Steve, but I fucking don't. Which <laughs> one, Steve? The girlfriend, the boyfriend of the. Oh, the f- guy who looks like Ben Schwartz. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, I don't. I don't think you're supposed to like him. Oh, good, because he's like patently like a charismatic. Yeah, to me. yeah. I yeah. I think we're supposed to not like him. Okay. I I'm, I'm digging it. I like the score, which yeah. I think everyone likes. The score. Everyone likes, it. Everyone awesome. likes the atmosphere too. Yeah, I like the it comes from the same kind of like eighties. I like the movie posters. Eighties horror place. Yeah, like they got posters of the Thing and the Evil. It's Dead. somewhere between like Goonies and an actual horror movie. Yeah. Well, I hate the Goonies. Really. I, I fucking I did not hate know that. I, I despise the Goonies. I, I, I'm. Gl- I wish their whole. They have to move out at the end <laughs> of that movie. I, I, I pray they don't get the money. How do you feel about Gremlins? I like Gremlins. Okay, the Gremlins is awesome. It's a bunch I feel of like monsters destroying a town at yeah. Christmas. <laughs> they hang a dog in that movie. Gremlins two is better. 
really they, I, I, gremlins th- better. I think they sat back into the absurdity of their movie and they're yeah. just like fuck it what but it's got hulk hogan yeah in one cut there's another one that has john wayne yeah he was dead by then yeah i, d- I don't know if it was like a, vo- like it a must voice have been or something like that but like it's just like you it's better get out of here, pilgrims. <laughs> I mean, John Wayne is a somewhat easy impression to yeah. to pull off. But like, it was such. I just I like self aware movies, and that yeah. was definitely like it's very self. It has one of my favorite scenes where they're just discussing the, like the flaws in the rules of Gremlins. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's always what midnight do you mean somewhere. feed them after? Mi- it's midnight somewhere yeah. always, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I like them both. Like, it's it's one of the few sequels that isn't a dumpster fire yeah. or it builds upon the first one that's a phrase you get from me <laughs> i got that from the world that's whatever you want to say phrase. whatever you say man <laughs> shut up <laughs> now let's talk we spend about a, a lot movie. of time together <laughs> uh i guess yeah that's 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 all the housekeeping catch-up stuff nothing else too interesting yeah. going on in the world doing our second escape room tonight oh yeah we, we did an escape room last week and we failed we were very close just like like it was one of those situations where we, we got to like we thought it was the last key, and we opened up like a door, and we thought, "Oh, this will open. This will open the whole room." Wherein lied physics puzzles? Yep. In the last thirty seconds, we were like, "Fuck." Afterwards, they mentioned to us, "That's actually our hardest room." Which yeah. is like that would be good information to have from the get go. Yeah, I don't want to start out on my hardest. When you start handcuffed in a dark room, <laughs> that we paid for. We paid yeah, for that. We paid for the privilege of being handcuffed in a dark room. Paid for, for that an hour. awesome Abu Ghraib experience. Makes it sound like it's some weird sex dungeon. <laughs> and then they fucked us. Yeah. <laughs> and that was Jesus. <laughs> dark. You have to escape chastity. <laughs> wait, wouldn't that oh. Wait. Escape chastity. Don't think about it too much. Don't okay. think about it too much. Let All that right. joke go. <laughs> okay, joke's dead. All right, so All right. we are gonna talk about a movie now. Uh it's Kinda. a movie. It's called it Snowden by Oliver Stone, starring Joseph Gordon Levitt. Shailene Woodley, uh, Zachary Quinto. I forgot he was in that. He's in it. Uh, a bit. No one else a I recognize. A charming, funny Oh, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Oh, Who yes. has... Uh, he doesn't... So I'll get aware. into it. Uh, so, uh, plot synopsis. It's basically a biopic. It's the story of Edward, Edward Snowden. Snowden. Yeah. Um, we, p- we start the movie with Snowden in Hong Kong on the night he's going to share, basically, basically become... A, a traitor in the United mm. States eyes by giving information to by f- uh, adhering to their laws and releasing information mm. that shouldn't be kept from them anyway. Yeah, but he's giving information America. to the Guardian, the Guardian journalist, and yeah. the documentary maker. Um, so then, from that structure, we do a bunch of flashbacks to him. It uh, starts like pre his and like his mm, the like frame narrative. I guess the framed narrative starts with him getting injured out of the army. Mm-hmm falling into i guess cryptography would we call it or not cryptography yeah um online security counter espionage like like espionage stuff going from america to working in places like uh, germany and mm. hawaii and washington <laughs> all over the place not america hawaii hawaii oh shit <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm an asshole yeah. <laughs> uh, hawaii Only is geographically state. though it's, <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> it's very far yeah. Like I actually looked it on a map one day. And yeah, it's, it's, cl- it's very far. You it's think it's close-ish, but it's it's very. It's far. like in the Pacific. Yeah, like the not small Pacific Ocean. It's one of those things. Like I wonder how they discovered Hawaii because it's just how they discovered and they said this is also this. This <laughs> is good. Yeah, why not? I mean, I can kind of see Japan from here. What's the state that's a protectorate of America? Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not technically a state, but it kind of it's weird. It's, they have American money. Like yeah. it's not that. 
they really close need help either, right now. though. Yeah. In <laughs> which America's like, not our problem. <laughs> then you don't get any more Lin Manuel Mirandas. Yeah, he did an awesome rap about it, yeah. as you would expect. Yeah, he's a cool dude. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Snowden. Um, so yeah, basically, it's just a, a biopic. Um, so that's the, the basic plot. If you've been following anything about Snowden in the last two or three years, you probably can predict where it's going. Uh, so Justin, what did you think of... S- well, before I get to that, um, just directed by Oliver Stone, uh, what's your experience with Stone as a director? Uh, he's a pretty prolific, um, recognizable... He's one of these things where I know I've watched a lot of his movies, just mm-hmm. because he has put out so many movies, it's impossible not to, but yeah. like... Like as soon as you name one, I'm gonna be like, oh, that. But like, like as Platoon. it, hmm? yeah, Platoon. Platoon, which was good. Platoon's good. Uh, Natural Born Killers, not as good. Not, I don't like that movie at all. Um, that's a movie where like Tarantino wrote the script, <laughs> but uh, Stone like hacked it to pieces. Don't let Tarantino not direct anything yeah. here, because he will do a Tarantino movie perfectly, yeah. and no one else will. Like the only time that that kind of works is when he wrote the script for True Romance, yeah, and Tony Scott directed it. Kind of. Scott kind of made it. If Tarantino directed it, it'd be a lot different. And yeah. I think the way Scott did it was good enough. It's good enough, but yeah. like. I would have preferred Tarantino. Yeah. Yeah, and Killers, I think, would have benefited a lot from Tarantino. Can you imagine the Tarantino Natural Born Killers? Really bon- we didn't get that movie. It'd be bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's done stuff like Wall Street. Yeah. Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps. I have, like, as. My, uh, the point I was getting to, not to cut you off, but not the really. point I was getting to is that um, I had more have an impression of him as a director, which is mm-hmm. like boiler pot kind of thing just like long boil like dramas with heavy on plot not as heavy on character for the most part that's a pretty fair assessment i'd say for majority of his movies yeah um yeah i've i'm not a huge stone fan to be honest Mm -hmm. like you i don't think i've seen as many as i probably should have like i haven't seen something like jfk which is like his big he's the biggest four hour movie about jesus christ I think the problem I have with Stone is he's clearly a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. <laughs> no and shit. he lets that sink into too many of his movies. Every one of them. Yeah. Like, something like Platoon, I think, cuts a pretty, like, apolitical stance. Yeah. In that it's just, like... As war- much as you can with a movie about that war. Yeah, but, like, in a sense, like, this is dumb, but this isn't, like, a right-wing dumb or a left-wing dumb. This is just a dumb it's thing stupid that It's stupid that this is occurring. A yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think with Snowden... So, yeah, let's get to... Snowden. What did you think of Snowden? I didn't, I didn't like it, but not like passionately mm-hmm. disliked it. Like yeah. it was just kind of like, there were parts that were fine, kind of overshadowed by parts that weren't. Mm-hmm. That were just kind of, not even like bad or like dislikable, just kind of like dry and not necessarily meaningful to any degree. Mm-hmm. I, as interesting as Snowden is, yeah. I don't think his whole life is interesting. Yeah, I think. What we like, what we, what interests about us about Snowden is really like the year before he betrayed air quotes the United mm. States and everything afterwards is is what interests us. Like his decision to sell take to expose these secrets and all the nonsense that's surrounded him since well, is what interests us. That's what kind of bothered me is because like I I agree with that. And at the start, it seemed like they were going to have the good pacing for the backstory that might just feel necessary. Like mm-hmm. his entire military background, which I'm sure was fairly extensive yeah like he was training they kind of like hammered through that in a couple of minutes yeah like in a quick montage which that was fine and his interview process which mm-hmm. the way they did with all the cuts was good smart yeah smart but then they just they dra- yeah. it slowed down so yeah. significantly like i i get like what stone is going for that he's trying to make like 
Snowden's transformation from a, an uber patriot like who signed on right after 9-11 to someone who would, in a lot of people's eyes, sell out America yep. uh, for something he believes in. So I understand like the idea behind charting his full progress. I just don't think Snowden himself and that story and the way they tell it is interesting enough to carry it through a large the large middle chunk which i think is absolutely dreary yeah it's not like offensive in any way it's just kind of like yeah there's nothing awful awful about this movie like something like the purge election year is um it's just kind of trying like yeah okay so like i guess some more specifics what do you think of someone like joseph gordon levitt as snowden he's great i have no issue with the like the acting is one thing i don't have an issue with in this Mm -hmm. movie because everyone's like even Nick Cage to a degree, which is weird. Like I, but see, this is the thing. I <laughs> wanted Cage to be crazy. There really wasn't a ne- a reason for Cage to be there, yeah. except for a hilarious like Nicholas Cage is is Snowden's a uh, mentor in one of the f- earlier scenes, um, and he disappears after the first twenty minutes. But at the very end, there's like a montage of uh, Snowden releasing uh, yeah. secrets, all the reactions, yeah, and like a lot of government officials like, this is bad. But Cage is sitting on this like lazy boy recliner with a beer, like in his liver, and he's like, "Kid did it, <laughs> way to go!" <laughs> like I'm not kidding. Like that's how he does. Like, good job, Snowden. Did it. <laughs> I just realized how close, like the the difference between a Cage impression and a Connery <laughs> impression. It's a thin line. Yeah. Which is why they both did The Rock together. <laughs> that's uh-huh. the movie The Rock. They didn't both have sex. <laughs> so, Dwayne well. the Rock Johnson. Who is to say? Yeah, you never know. That's the next Oliver Stone conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Climbing the Rock. The Rock everyone <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> the Rock, played by Idris Elba. Ooh. Ooh. Baby. Uh, uh, it's be hot. Steamy. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, like, I think Levitt is... I he think the nailed best. the voice. Yeah. Like that was they, impressive. There's actually a scene where, at the end of the movie, they have the real Snowden... Um, sort of pop up to just talk a little mm. and it's his voice is very similar like he, they d- he does a really good job of, of trying to be Snowden and like the manner of his speaking as mm-hmm. well is pretty smart yeah um, I thought the rest of the acting was was alright I wasn't um, like I like Shailene Woody, Woodley she plays um, Levitt's uh, love interest I just feel like their entire relationship was given way too much time uh, and like it, it dominates a lot of the movie like it should be more about Snowden's relationship with the government, yeah. if that makes sense, instead of just him being torn between his love interest and doing his job. Yeah, because like he didn't do it because of his love. He like no. he did it because of the sense of like his patriotism kind of inflected that. And so it's yeah. like, oh, I'm doing this because the people of America deserve. And like that's a great relationship for a movie to explore. Like your relationship between your perception of your country and what your country actually is. Yeah. is really interesting and I think Snowden would be the perfect kind of character to follow that with yeah. but the movie I think just is too scattershot in, in trying to approach the way he looks at his job and his relationship it's with his trying girlfriend to fa- like it's trying to touch on every facet of his life which mm-hmm. if you're telling the Snowden story I don't think you necessarily need to do mm-hmm. it's like it's relevant to have her there I'm glad yeah. she was around because like there's a thing we both learned something at the end. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, yeah. it's not a spoiler because it's a fact. Yeah, it's, it's history. Yeah, like we find out that uh, his girlfriend actually joined him in Russia. Yeah, uh, at least at the point of the filming. So that's kind of a nice yeah, which is touch, which which did kind of justify a bit of the oh, relationship building. 
And I think that like it's it's fine that she's there. Mm-hmm. It's that's a, a big part of his life, obviously. Yeah. And like if they did have those political differences, that's relevant. But they did it to such a degree. Like yeah, it's it's too much. Um, and I think that but leads to my biggest problem is the length. This movie. Yeah. Is, we were both okay with the movie, but then there comes a point where um, the narrative catches up with the present, and it keeps going. Like this movie is at easily thirty minutes too long. Yeah. And we were like. 30 minutes and 10 minutes you could just take off the end. Yeah, like I was getting very frustrated with the movie, like just not knowing when to shut up. And I especially got annoyed that it ends with a big round of applause from a crowd, which is just, I think, is the worst way to end your movie is to give yourself a pat on the back. I did prefer it to just having him walk off into the god light. (laughs) I would have preferred, like there's a, yeah, there's like a scene. I would have preferred it like if you end it there with Snowden not even releasing the secrets but leaving uh, the base with like all the data he needs. Just with the obvious implication of this is salvation. Do you understand? And it was like some like text descriptions at the end like Snowden is still living in Russia or something like that. Like you don't need like after Snowden steals the secrets, there's another 30 minutes of movie of them trying to sneak him out of Hong Kong, get him to Russia, talking with um, people over Skype. D- doing discussing a TED Talk, yeah. Doing a TED Talk. Like, it's it's too much. Um, I also think Stone kind of is his own worst enemy in a lot of the filmmaking stuff because he'll just add pointless little ticks. Like, there's one scene where Snowden's in a hotel, and it's been filmed pretty normally for the majority of the film. But then we suddenly get a perspective from the documentarian's camera. Yeah. It's like shot in grainy black and white and like from her hip. Yeah. And there's no reason for it. No. Like it it's not supposed to be a hey, found footage movie. Why is she shooting from the fucking hip? Yeah, why is she such <laughs> a shitty documentary <laughs> filmmaker? <laughs> he knows he's being filmed. Yeah. You don't have to like, <laughs> like you don't have to hide like it's your just camera. And like there's all kinds of little like stone flourishes where he just chooses a weird camera angle or an odd just odd visual tips. Which he has, I'm sure, used to good effect in past, but you don't have to yeah. use every trick you have in every movie. Like, like. I think he just, like, he did that in Natural Born Killers to, like, the extreme degree, and it's just infected a lot of his fo- follow-up <laughs> he works. He didn't even instruct that. He didn't know that happened until they released the movie. What? <laughs> he was in a fugue for the entire thing. I made a movie? <laughs> I'm a director? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Is Platoon okay? <laughs> <laughs> when do we get back to filming? <laughs> it, it's it's done, <laughs> Mr. Stone. <laughs> oh, I guess I'll do Wall Street too. It's it's done. <laughs> it's all done. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of our opinion on Snowden. I do you have anything else you want to add about it? Um, just other points. I mean, it's it lighting was fine. Yeah. It was technically good. Sounded fine. Music yeah. was forgettable. I guess so I don't forgettable. really remember anything from the soundtrack. It is like we saw this like a week ago, and it's already like <laughs> filtering away. Like I fine mist if I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like it's just. I suppose if you saw it like on TV on the History Channel in like two or three years, it might well, hold your you attention. Well, you made this point. At r- like immediately after the movie, and I agree. I just want to watch the documentary. Yeah, like there's a, yeah, because there's a documentary, Citizen Four, mm-hmm. which apparently is great, and it's like a, a direct interview with Snowden, like in that Hong Kong yeah. apartment. It which sounds interesting, and he doesn't have like a boring life, and the story is fascinating. In the part, like just like learning the little details I didn't know before, and so oh, that's actually really interesting. Mm-hmm. But like how it was presented made it seem less impressive than I think it actually was. Yeah, I, I just think the documentary format would have suited this kind of story better. And it, it just felt so, like, it was too long, but it's, too long. It, it's not even that long by movie standard. No. Like, it's two hours? 
like okay. yeah, like I P fifteen. Like, yeah, like there's plenty of movies. Lo- like Inglorious Bastard is almost three hours, but it yeah. flies by. Or, or any number of movies we've seen that are very long. Modern Tarantino for the yeah, most mo- part. Yeah, most modern Tarantino go over two and a half hours, but th- they're enjoyable. This is yeah. just this is two hours and fifteen minutes, and it's this is an hour <laughs> and forty minutes. Feel minute it. Movie. You feel like, the entire two yeah. hours and fifteen. That's the thing. There's like. It was hard to get immersed just because of how yeah. slow it moved. It was glacial. Yeah. Like, and we, I think I saw someone walk out. Like, quite a few people walk out. Yeah. Like and one person who made comments of a sort. I can't yeah, hear him. Yeah, some guy was like, Snowden. I know he was saying things, and it's like he had the cadence of a joke, but just like... Oh, there he goes. He was by himself. Like, it was so weird. <laughs> I thought he was like mystery science. Th- he like he thought mystery science theater was filmed in a theater. And he thought Snowden was the best place to do it. Here's where I can riff on this <laughs> slow, hist- I guess technically historical drama. Um, like mystery science theater picked shitty movies that are of a certain type to, to like, riff on. Hey, like energetically <laughs> shitty. Yeah, like. Manos the Hands of Fate, not Snowden. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's... Maybe he's that's the ghost that's going to haunt us. This is our punishment for like all the times we've made fun of movies in movies. Loud. Like when we went to Cowboys and Aliens and some old man like, harshly whispered at us to <laughs> shut the fuck up. That was awkward. Yeah, that was weird. Remember Cowboys and Aliens? I bet nobody does. I need to watch that movie again, I think. Bah. I remember not liking it, but not hating it enough to not watch it again. <laughs> yeah, it's if it showed up on oh, TV. I remember the it. one thing my most cogent memory of that is just like this is surprisingly bloody for. <laughs> yeah, it got really gory at some points. Yeah, yeah for no reason. <laughs> for like a PG thirteen, just like PG thirteen action movie, and it's just like, oh my god! Oh, its guts are everywhere. <laughs> that was an amputation. <laughs> that was but odd. It was CGI, so it's it's all good. Uh, yeah. So that's that's Snowden. Um. I wouldn't recommend it. Snowden, certainly a movie that exists. Yeah, I would. Maybe if you're curious about this, and you've seen the documentary, which I heard I haven't seen, but I heard it's quite good. Yeah. M- maybe check this out if you just we'll watch the documentary want a little more. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Levitt. I think is the only real reason to see this. Um, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt does a really good job. Yeah. Um, and I've always liked him. I thought he's a good actor. Yeah. He's. And I think he does really good work in this. But I can't really recommend seeing this in theaters. Watch a different Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie. Yeah. Have you seen Looper? Have you seen Premium Rush? Nope. Oh baby, he plays a biker <laughs> in New York City. Not the cool kind of biker. No, like a bike messenger. A and cyclist. He gets, gets chased by a crooked cop played by Michael Shannon, who's like on drugs the whole time. Oh, it's awesome. Really? Is it good? <laughs> I like it. It's I need dumb. to see this. It's like it's so insane. I wa- I saw the premise and it's like no. It's I mean, I just me. like if you know who Michael Shannon is. Yeah. Oh, he's awesome in it. He's just oh, I just like Michael Shannon. He's <laughs> crazy. Uh. He he did a li- celebrity lip sync battle one time. Really? He did the Pixies. Here comes your man. <laughs> wow, the Pixies are not a band to lip sync. No, but he did it. That's like lip syncing like Leonard Cohen. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, did you hear Lennon Crohn's quote mm. earlier this week? What? He said, like, I'm ready to die. The end like, of quote? No, it was like, yeah, it's like, I mean, I, maybe I'll get a second wind or something, but I don't care. I'm ready. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shit, Lennon. He had a rough life. Yes. I thought he got better, though. I remember, like, he did an interview where like, I said, like, I, I read out that, like, depression, something about, like, cells, like, brain cells that cause depression die off at age, and he was like, I'm feeling better. Maybe not. Maybe. No. I, I mean guess it's just not. Yeah. It's like Johnny Cash said, like I'm I'm ready. Like I expect to die. Yeah. I'm like 
make peace with that. It's not the I'm ready to die. It's the yeah. I don't care. I'm yeah, like, I don't think I don't think he's saying like I don't care. I think he's just saying like I kind of I know my how much about time, time I've got. He left. is aged at this point. Yeah, surely he's very like, yeah. He's got to be his eighties at least seventies or eighties. Had Big a whole limit. music career and didn't sing in his life. I don't care. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> He's a great writer. I yeah. like covers oh, yeah. of Cohen more than I like Cohen himself. That's fair. Yeah. My dad's a big Leonard Cohen fan, so I'll probably get his new CD for him for Christmas. Well, that's fair. Yeah. Doesn't matter. My dad doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say that. Oh. Uh, yeah. So Snowden, I think, is it, at best a rental. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're intrigued, watch it on TV. Yeah. I'm sure it'll it will come on the History Channel yeah, at some absolutely. point. Absolutely. It's in between ice that. road truckers and pawn stars. Uh, and weird marathons of the mummy, the mummy returns, and the scorpion king. This is a historical concept. <laughs> they play the scorpion king too much. <laughs> well, this is too much for the scorpion king. Oh, I love that movie. It's <laughs> so dumb. Winner, what happened to Brendan Fraser? It didn't. I don't know. He was a thing for a while, and then just kind of was, and then he had like a little comeback like five years ago, and then again, no. Yeah, well, so that's Snowden wrapped mm. up in a bow. That's I fine. guess it's time for recommendations. Yeah. Did I go first last time or you? What did we recommend? I, I recommended low. I went first last time. No, I. Nah, maybe. I. No, you went first yeah, last time. Yeah, I recommend, right. yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm going to recommend a movie this time instead of music. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm going to recommend a horror movie I that came out this year, but I just got around to seeing. Uh, the Witch. Um, it's spelt stylistically with two Vs instead of a W. The Vitch. The Vitch. Um, <laughs> Vitch. It's this uh, atmospheric horror movie about this, um, I want to say 1600s New England family that basically gets kicked out of a village because their father is too Puritan for puritans whoa <laughs> he's like hardcore religious um so they basically they, they hike out into the woods to live there um and so it's composed of a, a father a mother and uh five kids um because of course they're gonna breed a family bunch. yeah um and our main character is like the eldest daughter and on like the first day after they built the house the the kid goes missing um which one? the baby the, okay. the baby sorry uh, and we find out that a witch uh, killed it and bathed in its blood. Oh, yeah. wow! That's a hard start to yeah, that movie. Like that's like that's like one of the first scenes in the movie. Is just well, they, we don't see it, but we just see like the baby and like the w- witch holding a knife, and then it's the witch just like in the dark, covered in red. Oh so up to your fuck. magic, it's really <laughs> fucked up. So if yeah, a bit of a warning if that's a bit sen- if that's a bit much for you. <laughs> you said that <laughs> like that's not reasonable. Yeah, of course it's reasonable. If you're gonna be a real bitch if about baby lie. murder, but that is like the most that's the nastiest thing in the movie. Yeah. So if, if you make it past that, you're well, you're still gonna be creeped out. Um, so basically, then the, the family the balls to deal yeah. with infanticide. <laughs> so basically, it just follows this family basically falling apart as they're sort of like they fall to paranoia and like depression because like the father realizes that he's completely out of his element all he's good for is chopping wood mm. he doesn't really know how to provide for his family they have like a crisis of faith more family members keep disappearing like they they suspect the eldest daughter is a witch because oh. it's sort of like a, a metaphor for like blossoming female sexuality and how like puritans are unable to handle it mm. um and it's just it's not big on like jump scares or like gross out stuff but it's just really atmospheric and creepy like 
the setting is perfect. It's just like this small house in this giant expanse of a forest. <laughs> and it's just really creepy, well done. The ending is awesome. Um, it's not like crazy, like blood and guts, but it's just a great, creepy ending. How do you survive like that? Like How do you survive in the woods? Yeah, do they? Well, they, they, they grow crops, but another problem they encounter is that the crops are dying, uh-huh. like because of the witch. Um, so they're just yeah, they try to hunt, but the father's also really shit at that. Oh. Uh, like they're All just right. they're just completely unprepared to to hike out on their own. Um, but it's really interesting. Um, one recommendation I would say for it is to watch it with subtitles because they've actually pulled like actual straight from diaries um, from that era as dialogue. Oh, so but it's like it's old English, old. very like I had to put subtitles. That would be Middle English. Yeah, yeah so not old old English, but yeah, Middle Early English. Early modern English, sure. Well, still, like it's gonna be. It's weird. Oh, old timey. Yeah, very like just the way they talk is very strange and and it has a weird cadence, but it's also kind of hypnotic. Mm. Um, but yeah, this is probably my favorite horror movie I've seen all year. To oh. be honest, I liked it oh. more than Don't Breathe or uh, Lights, Lights out. out or even Blair Witch. I think I like this. They're both very different, but I think I like the witch. How is it on the It Follows scale? It's not It's not It Follows, but... Okay, there we go. <laughs> I want to marry It Follows. <laughs> Pinnacle of horror, yeah. It Follows. Yeah, I think this witch is, is really good. I, I think it, it could probably have a cult status. Yeah. Uh, it's I would really recommend, especially for Halloween. For a really like, g- gloomy cult movie. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's going to be throwing spoons at that screen. <laughs> not every cult movie is The Room, goddammit. <laughs> popcorn depends yeah. on if you're thinking rocky horror or the room <laughs> in a minute bitch it's a quote from the room just so you know but yeah i would definitely recommend the witch as a great halloween movie and just a great movie overall great movie in general <laughs> what do you got i recommend a video game this week what yeah going real off the rails <laughs> if you want we can just toss in songs at the end <laughs> i'm gonna recommend a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> i recommend a feeling <laughs> try empathy <laughs> Um, yeah, not if you want to succeed. Um, <laughs> here's my Machiavellianism. Um, I recommend a game, and that game is XCOM 2 ah. for Xbox One, PS4, and PC. We're playing it on Xbox One. It's fucking difficult. Yeah. Which I really like in games now. Yeah. <laughs> the Dark Souls series changed me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's a really good mix of, like, it's it's a turn-based combat game, turn-based strategy, where it's just like you're positioning your people to get better shots and just like essentially fighting an alien menace in my favorite situation, which is sort of like, well, there's a line that we used to call it a war, and that's kind of where humanity is. <laughs> we got our shit fucked up, and yeah. now it's a, you're part of a resistance who is desperately trying to unfuck it <laughs> in the position of being like societally the bad guy. Right. So many years have passed since the initial conflict that now resistance is viewed as terrorism. Oh wow. Yeah. Like it's and it's a big difference from the first game where it's just like the game added I just gonna go into some details. My favorite feature of this game is the ambush feature where if they haven't spotted you after insertion, they don't spot you until you start firing at them. So you can set up that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But something I noticed later that I thought was a really cool touch was um in this game, if you get too close to civilians, it counts as being spotted by the enemies. Really? Because this is, you get sold out. Wow. Like, you are so much in the, like, societally moral wrong. Shit. And that's really interesting. That's different. Yeah. Uh, it's different. great. And it's like, you are, like, objectively the good guys, because mm-hmm. the aliens are doing some fucked up shit, but just to see how you can be, like, perceived as a villain mm-hmm. at the same time. 
um anyway apart from that like there's story elements that are cool obviously i like that and it's just like base management kind of things that feed into the story and all this kind of thing but my favorite thing is the squads <laughs> squad uh hashtag squad goals hashtag squad goals um it's a weird mix of you know that not everyone is going to survive because that's the nature of the game sometimes mm. there are just fights that you take casualties in right but you act, you care about it because you spend so yeah. much time building up the strengths and mm-hmm. like event and like character customization is a thing that's actually like you use it initially to just kind of differentiate your people because they're all going to kind of just look like a spattering of hum- humanity and it's just like okay my sniper has to have this so I know at a glance if they're too close to combat or something like that but it just breeds this kind of familiarity that makes like like I got like so I, someone, someone on my team got shot, and it's just like, oh fuck! <laughs> it's like real life. Yeah, <laughs> there's this weird connection to your people, and you start to build like, not feelings because it's a video game, mm. but like that kind of just like ah, oh, empathic connection to it. Right. Anyway, and so like it's really good. St- it, I recommend it for like a very good story. It makes you care about characters in a very hands-off way, which I appreciate, and it plays really, really well. Apart from just patently not understanding statistics, because <laughs> I have missed more than fifty percent of shots that have seventy <laughs> percent chance to hit. <laughs> so my sniper has just like a permanent low grade concussion, as far as I can tell. Uh, not be handling <laughs> this gun. <laughs> we do shots before we land. Um, but yeah, XCOM 2, play it if you can. It sounds good. Very available right yeah. now, so <laughs> play it if you can. All right, XCOM 2 and the bitch. Sounds like I'm saying the bitch. Combo! All right, so that's Snowden, not recommended. No. The Witch and XCOM 2, recommended. Highly recommended. Do we have any more segments? I forget about. Um, we don't have any script this week. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Go, going off the dome. I did enjoy your act out from the. Like, <laughs> what's your vice alcohol? <laughs> Drink to forget. <laughs> what are you drinking to forget? Alcoholism. Uh, sir. It's not how it works. Well, now I'm drinking <laughs> to forget alcoholism <laughs> and you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Maybe we'll do a live cast where we just play cards against humanity. <laughs> just you and I. <laughs> <laughs> who who did this funny <laughs> joke? Who could it have been? If we can find two other people that like us, we can do that. <laughs> if we can fit them in this recording booth, we'll, we'll do it. Two other people that like us. We have girlfriends, so that can't work. <laughs> Let's more tolerate. <laughs> stand. <laughs> just stand for it. Well, I guess this is the best I can do now, they say to us every morning. <laughs> And then we go to work. Jesus Christ. Such is life. Christ. <laughs> this is too much insight. This is too real. <laughs> uh, I don't know what we're going to review next time. Um, um, oh, Shin Godzilla, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Ideally, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, they're, they're you know what we should do? Buy tickets before the event. Yeah, so we should. We were going to see, we were going to probably review Shin Godzilla this week, but we went to the theater and it was sold out. Uh, it looks kind of fucking rad. Yeah, and I guess people caught on to it. Yeah, I guess people just like Godzilla. So I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. I thought he was kind of passe. Yeah. Your bad taste from two movies that were bad and awful, respectively. I thought 2014 Godzilla was once it gets to the fight to the is awesome. Yeah, it had an awesome 15 minutes. Yeah, of I mean, two hours. Let's be honest. That's a lot of the case with most Godzilla movies. It's dealing now, with great yeah. opening. Remember the first ones? Yeah. Well, the first ones. 
The first one is different because it doesn't have a monster for him to fight, so it follows a different formula. Yeah. Like the very first Godzilla is As different. Shin Godzilla seems to. Yeah. I think he fights somebody. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, like I haven't read the synopsis. But yeah, like most Godzilla movies, he's fighting some fucker who... Here's an adversary. They Here's how it goes. They get introduced. They fight. Godzilla loses. Comes back. Recoops. Lays a smackdown. Uses a lizard fist. Yeah. And then there's some fucking little kid going, Godzilla! My friend. Name drop, name drop, uh, name drop. <gasps> That's Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> Not my friend. <laughs> For Boom. reasons I can't explain. Although in some movies, Mecha Godzilla's a good guy. Because he's made by humans to fight Godzilla. But that's another story for another day. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at B-Roll Podcast, as well as on SoundCloud. Same title. And iTunes. And iTunes Same as well. Title. You can find us there. Um, hopefully, someday, I'm going to get us off SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, but no promises now. I'm glad realism <laughs> is good for you. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> for weeks and weeks. Years. <laughs> uh, yeah. And Rolling up on seven now. <laughs> maybe we'll do something scary for, for the next few episodes. Something. It is. We are in the spooks month. It's spooky. Uh, mm. I regret what I said. <laughs> <laughs> well. Live with it. I'm not editing it out. I know. <laughs> Know editing it out. There we go. Know that I did not mean anything by <laughs> This is why I Spoopy is so good. This spoopy, is one of the yes. many reasons why Spoopy is wonderful. Spoopy, that's why I caught on, so we don't feel awkward. <sighs> what? Does that have a connotation? I hate everything. <laughs> everything has a bad connotation. Probably the word connotation has a bad connotation. <laughs> yeah, those cons don't those like cons. that. <laughs> it was made by... by it's a disrespect against continental philosophers. <laughs> those <laughs> cons. cons. Making their con notes. Dummies. <laughs> yeah, con notation. It's con the notation. shitty notes that our philosophers <laughs> make. <laughs> Just a diss against Immanuel Kant. Those <laughs> con notations. <laughs> like we cannot lie, dummy. What about this Hegelpunk? <laughs> This is getting too too philosophical. This episode brought to you by the University of King's College. They rejected the tuition change. They did. Good on you. Good for you guys. Good stuff. Well, I think that's going to do it for the B-Roll Podcast. I'm Sean. I'm Justin Have Bradley. <laughs> My last name. Do not search me. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs>